If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's essentially the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need on one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your pod right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your pod on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, Ichi. Thanks for joining. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Let me read this thing. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Let's Process This, the podcast that explores how best to survive trauma and use it to inform your creative process. Today, my guest is a dear friend, uh, E.G. Daly, who um, is an American singer, voice actress, and occasional actress best known for voicing Tommy Pickles in the Nicktoons Rugrats and All Grown Up, Buttercup in Cartoon Network's The Powerpuff Girls, and Rudy Tabuti in Chalk Zone. All your character names are so cute. She also yeah. voiced the title character from the live-action film Babe, Pig in the City, replacing Christine Cavanaugh. Um, and a bunch of other stuff. And she just, um, do you hear that echo? Uh, do I have an echo? Yeah. yeah. Do you have one right now? Is it still there? Yeah. Do you hear an echo? No. I don't on my side. Okay. Um, and she also just produced a pilot and starred in it that I did a part in called Beverly Hills Broke. Hi, E.G. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hi, Melins. How's it going over there? Hi, it's going, it's going. Cool. Well, I know we have a limited time with you because you have another engagement. Engagement. Um, yeah. So I wanted to ask you, what sort of trauma have you overcome? And how did you do that? Wow, that's a big fat loaded question. It's a real good first date question, isn't it? What sort of trauma did I overcome? <laughs> I think maybe, I think maybe big trauma for me was, um, wow, there's so many different incarnations of that. Like when I was a little kid, I think it was when the certain boy that I liked didn't like me back, that created some trauma for me. Um, he has some good little effects on you. I gotta get some of those. Um, I think like. And then as I got older, you know, different life things happened. Like, oh, that's so cool. Let me see if I can do that. It's, wow. down, it's down in the ones below, but don't accidentally hang up. Oh, I won't. No, I'm just going to add some spice. We're just playing, for the listeners, we're just playing with our IG Live uh, filters right now. Wow, this stuff is good. We kind of got distracted. Oh. Um, anyway, so what I was saying is... Um, so basically there's different incarnations of trauma. Like like I said, when I was little, those kinds of things, like a, a certain boy that I really liked named Renee, he didn't like me back, and that was just so painful for me. And then uh, as I got older, it was um, – I had a boyfriend who accidentally shot himself in the head. It was pretty traumatizing, uh, big trauma. So that happened when I was 22, I think, and that was uh, kind of a very unexpected thing, and – kind of just like made me go, wow, life is in an instant. You could just like be taken out. So the, the message for that was like, you know, enjoy life and enjoy people. And then, you know, I have to 
say I've really just been applying myself to learn how to stay calm. Uh, like they say, you should be able to be have some kind of serenity even though buildings are falling down around you, right? Which is a weird thing to say because right now we're in the middle of COVID. And you can see it as this really devastating. It is. It's been tragic with the loss, the amount of loss for all the families and the friends and the loved ones. Tragic. No, nothing can take that away. And on another side of it, there's, you know, there's people are spending more time with their families. People are, are prioritizing what's important, who's important. You know, uh, today my daughter was like, we had to go to the market. She was really excited about going to the market. She was like, um, I'm so excited we get to go to the market. Like when, when do you ever say something like that? But I just think, um, I think it just makes us put our priorities in order and it's sort of like ground zero for everyone. Nobody's more important. There's no FOMO. Hi guys. There's no FOMO. There's no like one upping. I just think, yeah, I just think, you know, anyway, you're, I got your question. The answer to the question is it's, it depends on where I'm at in life. Yeah. Yeah. How, how have you, um, how has overcoming, you know, certain situations helped you in your creative process? Uh, Creatively? Like, does it inform your creative process at all when you move through or heal trauma? Oh, yeah, because, you know, I could be going through something that's really, you know, frustrating and limiting and just making me feel crazy. And then I know usually right around the bend from that is an opening. Because they say usually when you like flatline and you have like the most brutal time and you just like hit ground zero and you're like crazy and miserable and frustrated, usually that means that that's the, that's the ground to grow new things. So I kind of don't allow that stuff to really freak me out too much. I just say it's, it's going to grow. Something new is going to come from this tough thing or this flatlining or this deep grounding. And then, and then I end up writing new songs and then I end up being inspired to sing more or inspired to write more. So, you know, everything always leads me back to some kind of art, whatever the tough thing is. It always leads me to some kind of art. I don't know if I answered your question, but that was it. Yeah, you did because you're an artist. So everything leads to art. Yeah. So what is your current, um, what are you currently doing creatively? Are you doing a lot of singing and songwriting and? Yeah, out of my house. Uh, we, my kids come here a lot. We, my kids and I hang out at their place. Of mine. But there's always some kind of music going on. I've been doing these, like, you'll see them on my Instagram. I'm singing uh, stripped down live acoustic in the shower with EG. And I've been just doing these little songs, which is me on guitar, which usually I don't like to just do just me on guitar because I'm not, the, you know, I play guitar, but I just feel more comfortable when I have band members around. So I've been doing these little stripped down versions of songs that I used to play a long time ago that some of my true longtime fans have been like, oh my God, I can't believe you're playing those songs. So it's been really fun. I've just been like, I go up into this lovely bathroom that I have and the echo is so great. And I just, I have my guitar in there at all times. It's right in the shower and I just been singing. So it's been really fun. That's so great. Yeah. I know. I feel like this has been such a great creative time. Yeah. Um, have you, like, what are you doing like, do you have a process during the pandemic? Do, do you go, do you make a schedule for yourself or? 
I actually don't make a schedule for myself, Melinda. I've actually been, I mean, yeah, in the morning, like I like to try to do something, one of my little spiritual things, I'll do like a, a Zoom meeting or I'll I do a little meditation. I do a little meditation and a little like reading of something good. And then beyond that, I've just been really practicing listening to what my body wants to do. Mm. So sometimes like, I think I'm going to go take a walk or sometimes I'll do a little work. I have a little work to do. But I don't really force myself. I've just been kind of going with this beautiful flow, and it's been, like, so nice. So nice to listen to what the next indicated thing is to do, as opposed to constantly pushing myself and pushing myself to always try to achieve and accomplish and make things happen. I'm sort of just laying back a little and saying, this is so beautiful not have to do anything other than what's right in front of me that's the next indicated thing that's actually giving me joy, but it's also being all productive. So I've just been really enjoying it and also trying to stay alert and aware of what's happening in the world. So I'm not in a bubble of like, oh, I'm having this lovely staycation. I actually know what's happening and how tragic this whole thing has been. And I know what's going on in Europe and I know what's going on all over the world. And I feel like that's an important piece of my day, too, is every day there's time I delegate to learning about what's happening in my world so I can be part of the solution. Yeah, I love that. Um do you like what kind of medit- what kind of meditation are you doing in the morning? Um, actually, I spread it. Um, it just depends. Like right now, there's these Oprah and Deepak things that I've been doing. This cool like Oprah Deepak uh, meditation they 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 offered and um to they gave everybody this free beautiful meditation for 18 days or 90 days. So I've been doing those. I haven't done those every single day, but. Then I have some other ones that are just, I just have these chants that I like to do. And um, so it just, it just changes. And it's not like really long, but it's just like things that just ground me. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very grounding um, morning routine too. Oh, somebody asked, when are you guys doing the next Melania? Melania Trump's Trump Cousins. Cousins. <laughs> All right. You guys have to go see that if you haven't Melania Trump Cousins on EJ Melinda's uh, YouTube page. Um, I don't know. We did that. It was so fun. There's so many episodes. Every once in a while, I try to pop those back up online. Um, I don't know. One day we'll do them again. They're so fun. Yeah. They're really fun. What about what's happening with the pilot? Oh, Beverly Hills broke. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, that's a pilot I produced. Um, we're in editing. It was so fun. Melinda did an amazing job and she's so funny. Uh, she's so funny. I'm not going to give away which, who she plays in it because it's such a fun character. Um, and it's just so perfect for her. Uh, yeah, and I'll take credit. I cast Melinda, and they all were like, yeah, we love that girl. So um, we're so just, we're, yeah, it's so fun. We're in editing, and we still have to shoot this one dream sequence, which we're going to do in a poppy field or in a, a big wheat field somewhere um, in May. We're just waiting for the wheat fields to grow a little taller. But we, in the meantime, the whole thing is being edited. It's like 95%. 90% they're still editing that and then we'll do the we'll do the Wheatfield dream sequence and that'll just take a day and then we'll drop that in but it's coming along it's going to be really fun and you know and uh, everybody was great in it it's, it has Tara Strong in it and uh, Brian Donovan and oh, I think you froze yeah oh am I frozen? no yeah. you're in froze okay Let's see what this says I've always been really surprised that Say It Say It's stalled at just number 70 on the Billboard Hot 100s despite being a huge number one dancer. 
Yeah, that's really uh, – thank you, Biggie. Oh, big guys, 45S. Hi. Um, yeah, you know what? Um, it was the number one dance hit all over the world, so for that I'm super grateful. Like, I was like, wow, really? I got to tour all over the world and sing that song all over the world. So, um, yeah, it didn't go any further on the pop charts, and I think at the time they were working Janet Jackson a little harder than they were working me. That was back then. So I'm glad that she got a great opportunity. I was a little sad they didn't. I felt like they kind of dropped the ball on my record at the time because it already did so well. So that was a really great, great thing to bring up. And, you know, everything happens as it's supposed to. So it worked out. EG. Oh, God. Oh, somebody just wrote, oh, my God. E.G. Daly, one of the cutest VA in the industry. How are you, dear? Oh, that's great. Michael R. Dragon. Uh, Michael, Ara- Ara- Michael Aragon 21. Oh, thanks, honey. You didn't cast my wife. She could have been Native American. She's really good at uh, Anyway, yeah. What were you going to say, Melins? Oh, um, I wanted to know when you got, you know, when, when your boyfriend, you know, accidentally <laughs> shot himself, how did you get over? Yeah. How did you move past that? Did you have anything that helped you move past that? emotional uh, or was it just time okay so those of you guys who just jumped in i had this boyfriend named john eric hexham who's a really up-and-coming uh actor and he was a beautiful man john eric hexham look him up and he was my boyfriend and uh he was playing with a prop then on the set and he accidentally put it up against his head playing around and it shot him in the head and he, he ended up succumbing to that and um how did I overcome that? You know, I was only, I was 22. It was quite shocking. And to be honest, I think I checked out a little bit. I got very like, I just wanted to be away from everyone. And I moved and I went to go live with my friend, Deborah Foreman, who was the lead actress in Valley Girl. And I went to go live with her. We got a place together. I just felt like I, it was so overwhelming for 22 to have your boyfriend shoot himself in the head. It was like, uh. um, and I just like, I just I just went to go stay at a friend's and I just kind of stayed away from people for a while. Cause I just thought it was so, it was shocking. And then uh, the biggest thing I had at that point was like, wow, this person that I was with is now no longer on the planet. And that was just so, such a strange concept to me. It was like, so you're supposed to just like go to work. Or you're supposed to just go to your, go to the market. You're supposed to just do like normal stuff. And it's funny cause I put it all in. Uh, yeah, it was sad. Uh, Michael, I put it all in. Uh, my one woman show that's up on my website site, um, egdaily.com, but it's called listen closely. And I absolutely reenact that whole piece of information and what happened in the hospital and what was happening in my mind. And all of that is in that one woman show called listen closely on my website, which, yeah. 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 Christine, Christ, Christine said it psychologically messes you up with it with an F, but yeah. yeah, it was pretty crazy. It took a long time for me to, yeah, it just, it really made me realize how fragile life is. And I remember how he kept saying, it's not happening enough fast enough. It's not happening fast enough. And I was like, what's not happening fast enough? You're starring in your own show. You're, you're doing so well. It was like, so the message for me with that was to really just enjoy what you're doing and be present, be in the moment, enjoy who's around you because that is the show right now is the show guys. Right now is the gig. <laughs> So true. Amen. This is, this is the show, bitches. <laughs> this is the show, damn bitches. Uh-huh. It's the show right now. Like, you know, 
right now the show is get your ass and sit around your house and <laughs> clean those damn old drawers and get rid of some furniture and enjoy the show. This is the show. We're in. This is the show right now. This so. is the show, bitches. That you've been and trying we to get. Awards right now. We. This is the award of the show. <laughs> you know, when you do your award speech, this is it. I feel you bad. You love him so much. You will always hear you by your side. Yes. Somebody is saying that. Oh, okay. Dad, Daddy. Yes. More importantly, I'm single again. That is very important. I'm looking for love. In all the right places. In all the right places. <laughs> you have to have it going on. Instagram live, baby. <laughs> dating app. We should do single. We should do dating show. Oh, yeah, we should. Certain qualifications, though. You have to have certain qualifications. But anyway. But anyway, yeah, it was a tragic time. But I, I, I got through it, and it made me really strong. And it made me realize that life is precious, and you better enjoy yourself. I love that. So there were many gifts, ultimately. Um, yeah. Even though it's very sad. Uh, what's yeah. the, what's the, what are you doing, uh, with the, the pandemic? Any, uh, anything with, other than what you mentioned? Like, uh, you're doing your cool new music show. Oh, okay. Somebody just asked, well, I wasn't working with Nicholas Cage in volleyball. Well, thanks. It's fun that you asked that. Nick was my friend in high school. So I actually had a longer term friendship with him than Valley Girl. And then during Valley Girl, I think we all made out with Nick. So in our trailer, so. He was making out with everybody. We all didn't know, but we were all making out with him. But Nick, um, uh, Valley Girl, they did a redo on Valley Girl. And myself and two of the main val- other men with Valley Girls, Heidi Holliker, who's my friend, and Debbie, Debbie Foreman, Deborah Foreman, we did cameos in this big new Valley Girl that's coming out in May. So I think I might have posted something on my Facebook page. Um, Instagram, I'm at Really Daily and and TikTok, I'm really into daily. But anyway, so that's coming out. But I'm also uh, Beverly Hills Broke. We're in editing. Um, I do Curious George. I've been doing a lot of Curious George episodes. There's a little pause right now because of COVID. Hey, can you say something? Please hear the voice. It sounds so hot. But I got this. Yeah, Melinda. I'm Melinda, you know, a baby's gotta do what a baby gotta do. And, and we're staying home at COVID because you don't want to catch the COVID. <laughs> now, where do you, how do you come up with, like, where is that baby voice born inside of you? Like, That's a how, good how did you That's construct that? Well, when I was in elementary school, I used to walk around the playground and I used to do voices with my best friend, mm-hmm. Michelle. Mm-hmm. And I just used to do little baby voices. We both did them. She was actually better at them than I was, I think. And then as I got older, I just noticed that I had this ability to mimic sounds, people, voices. I mimic people a lot. And so, especially kids. I like watching how kids talk because they're like, Mom, I'm, 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 I don't um, I don't like that. You know, they have this weird broken up speech patterns, which is so cute. So I just like all that. And then, um, so I did voices as a kid, and then I got this audition as an adult, and I did the audition, and I left the audition that day, and it turned out I booked that job, and that happened to be Tommy Pickles, which was my first audition what? for my life. Yeah, it was meant to be. 
That's amazing. I mean, yeah. the first the first voice thing I ever auditioned for, I booked also, and it did win an Emmy for outstanding commercial. But for me, it was really awesome, and the commercial was for Citibank, and it ran like four years. But yeah. I think that for me, it was more my I haven't worked as consistently in voiceover, even though I did get to be on Adventure Time, which I'm yeah. so grateful for. But I, I let all those little kid voices that you do like I can't that's not in my wheelhouse. It's a real like I do voice match and I do characters and comedy. But that's like a really cool skill that you have with the little the little baby kids. Thanks. I think somebody wrote in, you know, how do you do more voice stuff? Um, voice stuff. How do I do more voice stuff? <laughs> Did you just take short, shorthand and what that question was, Mullins? Was that the shorthand? <laughs> I, I think I just... Was that the crypt note version of that question? <laughs> was it? So I think I've had this ability to like do sounds with it, do voices, do little kids, do, you know, yeah. Does that I run in, does that run in your family or like, where do you get this strange gift? Strange, beautiful gift. Romy's on here. Hi, Romy. Forbidden love. She gives all kinds of blue hearts. What up, Romy? Romy, I miss her. She moved. Dang, dang, she moved. Oh, I'll no. never forgive her. Oh, she was anyway, a bud. Uh, I wanted, oh, I wanted to know how are your dates going during the COVID? Like, how has it affected your dating? I haven't really. I've just had a couple phone conversations. Uh, I had a phone conversation, and, yeah, I haven't met somebody that I want to really, like, talk to a lot. I kind of like the idea of COVID where you have to, like, talk to someone. I know. You can't it's cool. Person and be like, oh, they're fine. I like their body. I like that you have to just go in and talk to somebody. And um, mm -hmm. I haven't connect. had honestly just I've just had a few conversations with people, but nobody that I um, that I want to like talk to more yet. But I do like that it sets a filter to where you can't jump into like objectifying somebody right away. You have to just like get to know someone. I like that. I prefer just to objectify people. Yeah, I do too. If I get really honest with myself, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's funny. And Somebody's good. asking me to do buttercup. Buttercup. Yeah, do buttercup. Yeah, buttercup talks like this. So I haven't had any really good dates lately. I'm looking for a very particular type, soulmate only. What is your type? My type is well. He might be on here today. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like this point, sure whoever that is. person is, has to be an incredible human being. Really mm -hmm. importantly, like a deep, 
rooted spiritual human being who cares about other people, mm -hmm. who's not a narcissist, who's out to do great things in the world, who loves animals and does great things for animals, and who takes great care of themselves internally, spiritually, physically, mentally. Those are like really big things to me. Yeah. You know, like, and then ultimately I just say, I just want to be like, find my best friend soulmate that I'm just madly attracted to. That's not too much to ask for, is it? No, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. That's so I haven't easy. met him yet, but what? That's so easy. Yeah. I want to see if there's any interesting questions on you. Can you please do something for my nieces? They love Powerpuff Girls. What are your nieces' names? Kaden, what's your niece's name? Um, can you say I love you in a kid? I love you. Hi, Romy. Ignore the question, LOL. Mm. I'm just looking at some. This has been a pretty good day. And speak for yourself and keep talking. I'm glad this has been a good day. Why has this been a good day, Carnage? Try and cheat. How, how did you and Tara strong meet? Oh, uh, Tara and I work together on the Powerpuff Girls. She plays Dell and I play Tommy. And we also worked together on some other shows a long time ago. And then we ended up being sisters on the Powerpuff Girls because she's Bubbles and I'm Buttercup. And then, I mean, we just, we've like crossed paths for a long time. We became friends. And then we just started being brothers and sisters in different cartoons. So we've been friends a long time. She's so funny and hilarious, Tara Strong. And she's also really great in Beverly Hills Grove, my TV pilot. So, yeah. Let me know what other things I've got going on. I'm going to do an Instagram live concert uh, with my daughters coming up. We're starting to practice that. Um, so just keep your eyes open for that. Like a really cool Instagram live uh, acoustic concert. Not in the bathroom, probably, but. Okay, cool. Well, but thanks for all of your good questions, everyone. The concert sounds great. I hope you guys. Um, oh, it says the last question is how amazing is your relationship with Paul Rubens? Oh, yeah, I love Paul. He's a he's a good friend and he's so sweet. And I just saw him when he did the um, his uh, theater production of the of previous big adventure at the Wiltern in Los Angeles. He invited me in introduced me to the crowd and I got to see him. That was the last time I seen was right before we went on lockdown. And he's, uh, he's amazing. I adore Paul Rubens, Pee Wee. He's just a sweetheart. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, um, EG, I'm so happy that you could join Thanks. me today. It was so fun to see your face. Thanks guys. It's nice seeing everyone. Um, Hey, if you guys, um, like this podcast, you can subscribe to it at the link in my bio at real Melinda Hill on Instagram. Hi guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, um, I'd appreciate it if you could share it with someone else who could also enjoy or benefit from it. Um, by their, sending the link or sharing it on your socials, tweeting about it, Facebooking it, Instagramming it, TikToking it, whatever you kids do. Also, um, how about being a sponsor? You can sponsor this podcast for only like $5 a month or whatever amount you want to um, give toward its imminent success. Um, just click on anchor subscribe button and um, be a part of our team. 
Thanks so much for your support. We can't do it without you. Um, and we love you very much. Bye.